You're listening to Podcasting Made Simple, where we deliver weekly masterclass episodes that help podcast hosts and podcast guests elevate their podcasting game. I am your host, Alex Sanfilippo. Today's episode features audio from a session of the latest PodPros quarterly event. To learn more about the speaker in this episode, along with other helpful resources, including the video version of this episode and links to attend next quarter's event, please visit podpros.com slash 205. And now please enjoy today's episode. there. I am Kendra Swalls, host of the Girl Means Business podcast, a business coach, and professional photographer. So today I'm combining all of those to talk to you about how to get great photos for your podcast. Now, if you're anything like me when you started your podcast, part of the appeal was that you didn't have to put yourself on camera. You could record these audio episodes in your closet, in your sweats, in your pajamas from home, and you didn't have to worry about how you looked or putting your face or photo out there. But because of social media and the need to market our podcast and to be guests on other people's podcasts, we need to have really great photos. So today I want to talk a little bit about why you need a great photo, how it's used, and how to get these photos, whether you're doing them yourself or hiring a professional. So let's dive right in. Let's start with why your photos matter. Now, as podcast podcasters, we are an audio platform. Podcasting is all about the voice. But a lot of times people want to have a face to connect with the voice they're listening to in their earbuds. And so the first time that they're going to engage with you in a visual way is typically through a photo, whether that is a photo on your podcast cover on your social media, in an email footer, anywhere that you're putting your photo. But that's kind of you putting yourself out there for the first time for people to really connect with because you're not always meeting them in person or via video. So you need to have a great photo that really represents you and your brand well. Now, what you don't want to do, which I've seen a lot of people do, oddly enough, is You want that photo that people see of you to be a really well-done photo. This does not mean it has to be professional, but it needs to be well-done. No more selfies in a dark room. No more you know, quick snapshots. It needs to be a well-represented photo so that you're putting your best face forward. So why are these photos important? Well, aside from being the first time people are connecting with you visually, they also are a representation of your podcast and ultimately of your brand. And so these photos are being used, like I said, on social media, on your podcast art, if you're putting content out onto a blog or a website. And then if you are showing up as a guest on other people's podcasts or other people's shows, these images are going to be what they use to promote you as a guest on their show. So you want to make sure you have photos that are going to best represent who you are and who your brand is. So a lot of times these are used, like I said, in marketing, on your media kits, your one sheets, anywhere you're putting yourself out there that you want to have great representation of your brand. So there's a couple of different types of photos that you want to have sort of in your toolkit of photos that you can be sharing out there to the world for your podcast. So let's go through what each of those are. The first one is a typical traditional headshot. So that's going to be, I always think of realtors when I think of headshots, but that's going to be like your sort of like waist or chest up, sort of nice smiling, looking at the camera, making eye contact, very like professional dress. Now, professional dress, I don't mean like you have to have on a suit or you have to have on a dress. I just mean like you are putting a more professional spin on your images. Even if you're just wearing like a t-shirt and a cute hat, 
or if you have a signature jacket that you always wear. But you want to make sure that it is looking your best because this is, again, the one that's kind of the more traditional headshot photo. This is what maybe you're putting out onto your podcast pitch paper, uh, page, your media kit. And maybe you're putting this on like your speaker bio photo when you're speaking at events. So that's the more traditional headshot. Typically, like I said, it's making eye contact with the camera. That's really important because there's something about being able to look at someone's photo and make eye contact through the photo. It sounds really cheesy, but it really does help to make a better connection. And it tends to make people seem a little more likable or they want, they like that person a little bit more in the photo. Again, this is all just from like research and studies that photos where you're actually looking at someone's eyes have a stronger sense of connection. So your your traditional headshot is just that. It just needs to be looking straight at the camera, smiling, kind of more polished, a little more professional looking. Now, this next type of photos you can have are podcast-specific photos. These are really fun to do. As a photographer, I do a lot of brand shoots for business owners, and I love when someone tells me they have a podcast because then we get to have some fun playing around with the idea of podcast-specific branding photos. So for podcast-specific, this can be things like including your microphone in the photo, bringing in somebody as a friend to pose as, as you're as if you're having a guest on or if you actually do interviews in person have someone in and come come in and take photos of you interviewing someone in person it could be you editing your your audio with a laptop or a desktop computer headphones if you have an office space where you've created kind of your you know studio space it could be done in there but these are photos that are going to specifically show off your podcast style so if you are you know, someone who like you're in a sound booth and you are really technical and you love the editing process and you love all the gadgets, have those in your photos. If you're someone who's like, I'm more laid back and I like my episodes to be a little more like coffee chats or with a glass of wine, like have those in your photos. Cause these are where you get to show off a little bit more of your style and your personality. Which leads us into the next type of photos you take, which are your brand personality photos. These are so much fun to take and they're so much fun to get because these are where you get to show off who you are as a person inside of your brand. So a lot of times when you are doing podcasts, obviously you are sharing a little bit of your personality in your show, whether it is upbeat and bubbly or calm and relaxing educational, fun, entertaining, whatever the style is, your brand personality photos get to show that off. So it's really fun because this is where you get to see the style behind who you are in the microphone. So for some of these, a lot of times I will say like, pick out a couple of fun outfits and accessories that you would like to show off. Or if you're someone who's really fashion forward, let's do kind of like a high fashion feel to your brand photos. If you're someone who's like, I really love like a cozy coffee shop vibe, I edit my podcast like curled up in a chair by a fire with a glass, with a like a mug of coffee or hot tea. Let's do that. Or maybe you're someone who's like, I am just like constantly on the go. I love to travel. I love to be like speaking at events. Let's kind of show off that side of who you are. And this is where your personality really gets to shine. You get to have fun with it. You can choose fun locations, bright colors, cool backdrops. It's not as professional. So like with your headshots, a lot of times those photos are going to be on a very plain, like solid background, no distractions. It's focusing on who you are. Whereas with the personality photos, you can get a little more creative and you can kind of go into places that are more fun and a little bit busier and show off like, are you a city person? Are you a country person? Like, what is it that you like to do? What does your day-to-day look like? 
And those are the photos you're going to be sharing on like social media. Those aren't necessarily the ones you're putting into your media kit, but you're sharing out onto social media, your website, your blog. And that's where people get to kind of get connect with you even more and get to know who you are behind like the professional side of who you are and what you do. And then the last type of photos you want to get are some marketing photos. Now, these are similar to a mix of like the headshot and podcast specific a little bit. Now, with marketing photos, what you're doing here is you're keeping in mind what the purpose of these photos are. So for example, if you are creating podcast cover art using marketing photos, you want to make sure that you are positioning yourself and framing yourself inside of where it's going to go on that podcast art. So for most podcast arts, you have a square image. So are you positioning yourself you know, centered with lots of space around you to put text? Are you going to be off to one side with lots of space off to one side? We call that like negative space or white space. If you're using these more for like episode graphics where you're going to be putting like the title and the guest, maybe you want to have like you at a desk with your microphone and then like off to one side, like off to the left side of the image and the whole right side is just like open space for people to put text and graphics over. So you want to get these marketing photos so that you have a way to share your your images, your photos, and have text and have images on top of it if you need to. Another great uh, marketing photo is having things like where you're holding a phone or a laptop and you can superimpose later on using Photoshop or Canva your podcast art or your podcast images onto those screens. So again, thinking about like the marketing aspect of it and creating photos that match with the needs you have. So again, if you need that extra space for text or if you want the technology where you can then put in the image on top of the technology, having that in mind as you go into the photo shoot is super, super helpful. So now that you talked about why you need photos and what type of photos you need, let's talk about how to capture these photos. Now, most of us are not going to have a camera crew following us around all day, every day, taking photos. So hiring a photographer may be something that is not in your budget on a regular basis. And so let's talk about how you can get photos for your marketing and for your podcast on a budget. Now, we all have a great camera in our um, phones. And so using just your iPhone camera is a super fine way to get everyday marketing photos. These are great for personality, for podcast-specific marketing images. Now with headshots, I do recommend hiring someone to do like your professional headshot, just so you have like a really well-done image that's been edited and retouched. So that's kind of like the main photo you're putting out in a lot of these things. But for everyday edit or for everyday images, your iPhone will work just fine. Now when it comes to photos, the key that kind of makes or breaks a photo is lighting. So if you're doing any kind of video, you understand this a little bit when it comes to like Zoom calls or recording videos, you want the light kind of coming in and like you want to be facing the light. You don't ever want the light behind you. The same goes with taking great photos. So if you're taking photos on your phone, you want to make sure you position yourself where you are facing a light source, if it's a natural light source or a non-natural light source, but you want it coming directly at you. You don't want it to be too much from one side so that half your face is dark and half your face is light. You want kind of a nice, even light coming onto your face. If you have a big window in your office or in your home, that's a great spot. Um, you can even, if it's too bright, you can even like hang some sh- like white sheets or sheer curtains over it to kind of soften the glow a little bit. And then just put your phone on a tripod and use a timer. 
Um, if you have an Apple Watch, you have the ability to control your camera from your watch so that you can then set it, hit, you know, hit, take the picture. It gives you a countdown, get the shot you want, and then take it again if you need to. Um, if you don't have a natural light source, so if you're working out of a, um, a studio space or an office space, or you don't have a window you can use, then investing in a nice ring light, which you can get a decent ring light and a light stand on Amazon for a reasonable price, less than a hundred dollars. Um, that's a great option. Ring lights are a great option if you don't have natural light. I will say that as a photographer, I tend to lean more towards natural light. Um, when you have the ability to use natural light, I always say go with that. However, if you don't have that option, a ring light is definitely a great alternative. Another thing you want to look for is if you're taking photos outdoors. So a lot of times people will say like, okay, well, I don't have a great office space. I do want natural light. Let's just go outside. You want to avoid a couple of things. One is you want to avoid taking photos outside when the sun is at its brightest, because then either you're going to end up being super bright or squinting into the light or everything around you is going to be really bright. So if you can take photos early in the morning or later in the day when the sun is kind of lowering, those are the best times. If you need to take photos, maybe you have like a friend that's coming and it's the only time available is in the middle of the day, head to a parking garage. Parking garages are like a photographer's secret weapon because you get really nice shaded light and you get light coming in and bouncing off all this concrete and it creates like a really natural kind of light box. And so it's a really cool way to get like great photos, especially if you just want like a really super natural plain background. You're not looking for anything in particular like nature-wise. And then the other thing to avoid when you're taking photos outside is you want to make sure again that you are facing into the light and the light is not coming from behind you. We've all seen those photos where the light's coming behind them and it's like they have this halo around their head and you see every little stray hair sticking out of their head. So just make sure you're checking for which way the light is facing. The best way to do this is what I call the hand test. So you hold your hand up in front of you with your palm facing you and you pretend like that palm is your face and you look and see, you just turn your hand, kind of turn your body in a circle and watch where the light hits that palm. And then wherever it is where it's like the light is is covering the whole palm, like the way you want it to look on your face, that's where you need to be facing. So those are some tips for kind of taking the photos. Now, a lot of times if you are doing this on your own, like I said, tripod with a remote is great. The other option is ask a friend to help you. If you have someone you know that is also a podcaster or a business owner and y'all both need photos, then do a little photo swap. Come over one day, get your phones out, take photos of each other. And then as far as editing these photos go, I tend to say less editing is better. You don't need to invest in a ton of like fancy editing equipment. You don't need Photoshop or Lightroom. I mean, you can get just basic edits through the edit feature on your phone. You can edit inside of Canva. If you pull the photo into Canva, it has some basic editing sliders that you can use. Um, You can get like a Lightroom app for your phone if you are wanting to do a little bit more extensive editing. You can even pull it into Canva and remove the background. So there's a lot of ways you can edit your images without having to spend a lot of money on like expensive editing software. And then the last thing I want to talk about is when should you actually hire a professional photographer? Now, I mentioned this really briefly earlier about the professional headshot. I do think that having a professional photo of you taken by a photographer where they know the good lighting, the angles, the ways to really make you look great, and they can edit those images for you is a great way to make sure you have at least one professional headshot that you can put out into your marketing 
I also think that if you can hire someone maybe once or twice a year to come in and do branding photos for you, they will typically take enough photos and a variety of photos that you won't have to be doing this on a regular basis. There's also like branding photographers, especially go in and search for branding photographers specifically because not all photographers are created equal. If you're hiring a wedding photographer to come in and do your brand photos, you may not get the photos that you really are looking for. So hiring someone who specifically does branding sessions means that they're going to know exactly what to look for when it comes to how to get a headshot, how to get detail shots, how to capture like the technology in your show, in your photos so that you can reuse them to put your overlay your content on top of those how to make sure that they're really like getting the best photos for you with those marketing photos and things like that so looking for a branding photographer and a lot of times branding photographers will have packages because they understand that as a business owner you need continuous content they will have packages where you can purchase you pay a flat fee and then you get like four sessions a year or two sessions a year. And again, they'll usually give you enough content that you have photos you can use for months at a time. So hiring a professional photographer once or twice a year, I think is a really, really great strategy, making sure that absolutely that headshot photo is professionally taken. And then everything else you can do in between, like I said, using your iPhone, a ring light and a stand to get great photos. But having these photos will really help to set you apart. Having photos that look professional, that really kind of put your best face forward is going to help set your podcast apart. I know that as someone who I'm looking at guests to come on my show, a lot of times I do look at their images along with the content that they're sending me. So you want to make sure that you are putting the best photos out there to get you the best opportunities to help market and grow your podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcasting Made Simple. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please share a screenshot or picture of yourself listening to it on social media. Be sure to tag us so we can follow you and also reshare it. Additionally, if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this as well, please send it their way. For show notes and resources from this episode, please visit podpros.com slash 205. Thank you again for listening and I'm looking forward to bringing you another masterclass episode next week.